was very important to establish the idea of human freedom. And all our political systems are built on various adumbrations of this concept of freedom. We're taking over the airwaves, St. Louis. So step out of your safe space and polish up that foil hat. I have certain rules I live by. My first rule, I don't believe anything the government tells me. It's Who's Your Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Your deprogramming begins now. Man cannot fall and be redeemed without the dimension of human freedom. Only the free can be guilty because only the free are responsible for what they do. All right, you guys remember Schwag Stock, right? Oh, vividly. Okay, it was at Camp uh, Camp Zoe. Uh, that's the place I went to. It was amazing. It was Kamikaze old... Kusish played there, the guys who uh, did that. There you song. go. That's, that's a little ex- song by them. It's exactly the type of music that you'd get down sure. at Schwag Stock. Beautiful place, old campground. It's a state park now. Yeah, I know. Echo Bluff, they yeah. ruined a lot of that, but we won't get into that right now. Um, so it's the morning time of Schwag, the, the second day. First day, you have just, I mean, it's insane. I remember a guy came up. He's like, I got these chocolates. Immediately, I hadn't even set up my tent yet. And I'm like, yes, please. I ate them. I'm setting up my tent. Hours later, just like, oh, what is it? What is it? I should have set up my tent Make first. Make sure you set up camp first. He took me around later to see if, like, the, the chocolates were real. This and, wasn't just chocolate, was it? No. And it people, wasn't just a Hershey kiss. Like, hey, I, I have one. Why friend, don't you have one? friend told me there was some psilocybin <laughs> in it. And he took me around. I was like, yeah, I'll walk around with you. And people would say, are these real, man? Are these legit? And he'd be like, look at this guy. <laughs> and I'm like, you were a walking billboard. You were a selling point. I was. I was. So that day, it was great. For, Can you argue with the results? The first time I understood uh, um, uh, tie-dye. We walked over a field. I heard the music, and then we walked down this this hill, and everyone was wearing tie dye. And I was like, Pfft. I was like, that's why, that's why all of them wear it. Oh, that's awesome! First time ever. I was like, oh, give me a tie dye shirt now. I'm in. Um, I'm wearing umbra stuff and an Adidas jacket. Um, so I'm I'm having a good old time. The next morning, me and my buddy to get up. We decide to get drunk off of bee stings. Be a drink called bee sting. I think it's like. Kind of like a meaty honey drink, like a warmy whiskey and meaty? honey. Mead. 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 We put a little meat in there. <laughs> you don't put meat in your drink in the morning? It's stupid. Um, it's so, got a hearty mouthfeel. So we're drinking. We're drinking that. We're going hard at like 9 a.m. It's funny because, you know, around noon, we're smashed at this point. Me and my buddy Willie. We're, we're, we're hammered. And everyone starts, you know, partaking in the parties and the festival atmosphere. And here comes a butterfly. And we're all kind of like, well, you know, and I'm, I'm wasted, kind of watch these people. A couple of, you know, people are tripping out, probably four or five, and they walk over, and the thing lands on a, a, a branch of a bush, and everyone's kind of like, oh, look at it, and it's flapping its wings up mm-hmm. and down. And, I mean, this creature is beautiful. It's everything these people have been wanting to see. It's just this awesome moment. In I'll bet you guys stared at it for what you thought was five minutes, but it was like well, see, the I, entire afternoon. I hadn't started tripping yet. I'm still I'm on a different <laughs> level. I'm like, it's too butterfly. You know, and everybody else is like, it's nature. It's God. You know, and I'm like, yeah. Willie 
in his drunken stupor, comes stumbling over in between everybody, plucks this thing off the bush, and eats it in front of these people. <laughs> Pops it in his mouth. He's got a wing flapping out of his mouth. He's like, and everyone's like, what have you done? Like, he, he ate happiness. Okay, so he just ate all these people's, their uh, construct of happiness. So that set the day into a weird series oh of events. Oh, man, okay? would it ever. I ended up passing out a little while. I wake up a little later. I start partaking in the festi- festivities. Um, I'm, I have a weak stomach, okay, when it comes to all this stuff. I'm a purger. I'm a pooper. I'll do it all day <laughs> long, okay? So I'm already starting to feel a little weird off the, the, the atmosphere and everything I'm, I'm partaking in. And I, you know, I pack light when I'm there. Um, so I got a couple pairs of shorts, a couple shirts, you know, I end up, you know, I'm like, I got to change, you know, I'm feeling, you get those weird feelings. I probably puked on myself. I'm like, oh, okay. I, gotta. I remember going to the bathroom and the outhouse is there. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Tripping, being inside of there. That's a good feeling. So I'm kind of going through like a bad trip and I'm, you know, a, a quintessential, like I'm starting to think of bad things. I'm like, oh, my stomach doesn't feel good. I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. bad stuff. I'm dying. So I'm starting to feel bad. I go back, uh, I go back towards my tent, and one of my buddies, luckily, you know, you always kind of have someone there who's like, hey, man, I got you. You know, we walk back. We get, like, lost in Frodo's world. I remember these trees, and there was a mist and just a, a langhorn forest. Yeah, it was wild. And we're like, this is beautiful. Start feeling a little better. Get back to camp. I'm puking. I'm like, oh, I got to poop. Well, I'm like, I'm not pooping back in those porta potties. I am not going back in there. So I'm like, I'm just going to walk into the woods. I'm just going to go for it. I grab a thing of toilet paper and I'm in, now I'm just in white Umbro shorts. Just clear. That's it. No underwear. It's like, if you catch me at the right angle, you get a show. <laughs> yeah. So I'm walking around these and I'm trying to be like secluded and away from everybody. I'm just like, oh, I'm a, I'm a toad from the primordial ooze. Just let me go poop in peace. So I trudge through the woods, you know, and I'm like, okay, I think I'm oh, in a safe yeah. like I think I'm in a safe place. Drop trow and I'm sitting there. And I mean, these are reflective white shorts. I see two headlights coming from like ahead of me, but they're going parallel with me. Okay. So they're not pointing at me. And I'm like, oh man, there's a road over there. And, you know, you're out though these lights are like bright as can be in the darkness and i'm like i'm away from everything how far did i walk oh my god i'm on property or something starts coming it makes a turn a left turn right at me it's coming right at me the lights are just shining i realize that i've just walked like a little bit further into a different campsite and this is where all these camp spots are and they're driving and there's campsites set up and i'm just like i'm about eight foot into the brush oh, from no. where this guy's gonna turn and they just keep coming up i'm just and staring you have at reflective shorts yeah, on. i'm just staring up i'm sure all i could see is these pants around my ankles while i'm leaned up against a tree just battling my inner demons okay these are the brightest lights i've ever seen in my life i'm like this is no good this is no good at all so i get back to my tent i'm like oh i gotta do something about this i get back to my tent i see bugs crawling all over my tent ants and i'm like oh i'm great i'm in a meth Haze, you know, when they're like, uh, hey, the bugs are oh, everywhere. meth, go meth. Remember that commercial? And she's like, I clean the house seven times a day. Get the needles out of my face. Remember they had that song? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. The girl, she was cleaning the house. Yes. And she it's all bugs Scrubbing. and all that stuff. So I'm like, oh, I'm tripping out. So I stick my head out of the tent. I zip up everything. I just have these probably poopy shorts at this point on. I'm laying in my tent and my head is out. Did you I, accidentally poop back probably, into the shorts? Probably. I had it done, happens. I man. did the thing. I did that at a school dance in the exact same situation. White umbrella shorts. That's next week's story. That's a bad. I need to stop doing that. 
Um, so, Umbros. So my my head's out with no no color, no color. They were white on white. They were tight. Uh, um, so I'm like, okay. Uh, my head's out of the tent, and everybody comes back from like the festival part because we were camping with a bunch of people. And my dumb buddy, his little brother, comes up. I am, mind you, I've been dry heaving just out the side of this tent for the last half an hour. And it's like, Ugh! oh, that's the worst. Oh, my parents are probably pretty disappointed in me right now. <laughs> oh, I'm not, I don't know if I'm ever going to find love. <laughs> just, oh, you know, bad. I'm in a bad place, right? And when my buddy comes up, his little brother, he's like, hey, man, what's up? How's it going? And he's like, Get, get ready, like give me a high five, you know. Like I sees me on the street, and I'm looking at this dude, and I reach my hand out of the tent by my head, and I'm like, "Going pretty good, man." I'm like, I'm just looking at myself, like you liar, yeah, you are going terrible right now, and you should see that right now. You are asking me that. Yeah. This is the worst point ever. So I end up going through just a hellacious night. I end up seeing Will at like 3 a.m. We're like the last two awake now after this day of just debauchery. He's like his stomach is like Winnie the Pooh. Like it's barely covered. He's just been gorging <laughs> yeah, on butterflies yeah, yeah, all day. Yeah. He's like, I got a thirst for him now. <laughs> that sweet nectar. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I was lost. I went to the drum circle to find my friends. I grab a drum and I'm just kind of patting it, looking for my friends across the circle. Everyone's like, you okay? I'm like, I've had a day. I've had a day. Been a long day. Yeah. So then I finally, I'm like, I'm never going to find my friends. They're not at camp anymore. Like, I guess they're hanging out at some other campsite, whatever. I'm not in any state to go look for them. I hear, I'm walking down this trail and I hear, Steve? Like from the back, Steve? And it's Will. So then we sit together and we're like, okay, yeah, what did I? It was crazy. Um, the next day I find out that my tent, I put it on an anthill. So oh, the bugs, no. that was a real deal. Which I was like, whew, thank you very much. But I was, what I'm getting at is the, the bad trip. I am always having a series during my trip where I'm like, this is bad news, baby. But I've learned throughout the years that that's not necessarily a bad thing. And, like, when I'm purging, I do feel like I have cleaned everything out of there. Like, my, your body will go, and uh, it's oh, pushing yeah. everything out. And you're yeah. like, no. And I, I put a lot of that guilt on myself, obviously, Catholic guilt or whatever. Um <laughs> And, you know, you think your parents are like, like stay off, stay off drugs, you know, and I'm like, I'm on all the drugs right now. Like, and this is, and you do have your ups and downs, but, uh, how'd you feel the next day? I felt phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I (laughs) think phenomenal. Well, I think that's, I think that's, that's, that's perfect where you're going because I find myself, um, craving bad trips because I don't have them. I know. I don't have them. That's crazy to me. And at the same time, like there's part of me, it's like, don't you tempt the fates. Don't do that. Don't sit there and tell them that they never oh, show you anything scary because I you're wallowed. going to have your whole existence ripped to shreds. But at the same time, like every uh, um, transcendent experience that I've had, uh, most spiritual experience, typically was coupled with the, the harder it was to get through, the more profound it was on yeah. the backside. Yeah. And so – I find myself craving it. It's so silly. We talk about how like uh, you take a lot of these substances and there's a, there's an ego death attached to it. Yeah. And possibly the most ego maniacal thing that you can do is envy somebody after having gone through all of that. And sometimes I find myself sitting in the circle 
I always enjoy myself. Like that's that's not. But I do. I'm like kind of a little envious. <laughs> I didn't get that awesome person everybody else said. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's a weird thing so to be wanting to like, wish I've, for, I've, baby. I've certainly, I've certainly but had had bad goes, rough goes. Um, but man, all of them typically made for better tomorrows. It's it's, it's almost like an S and M scenario for sure. With, with, yeah, yeah. You crave it. You, uh. crave, you crave the. You crave the pain. You can't really explain it. You crave the pain. But, from, but I like. I like the look on Stephen's face. He's like, yeah, a, you do. There's a measure of. Uh, you know. There's a. There's a measure of. Um, evolution after uh, see, after I, having I, gone I, through. But that. you've never had to experience it. In all your years. No, 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 no. I, I have. And you still crave it. I certainly. Oh yeah. Because uh, if I take any of your hippie LSD acid stuff, I'm in back country, and I think that's a personality thing. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. No, I'm Wild just I had a great time. It's been several <laughs> I see years. Your, I see the statute of limitations is up. And, you know, it brings me to the next point, which is, you know, obviously I realize intention is such a huge, huge. deal now. And your environment. That totally, setting, man. That, that setting is so important. Dude, uh, that same deal at Schwag, we were, you know, partaking in the festivities, and we had found this. This was a different year, and we had found this little spot that was secluded. Well, a guy and his gal decided to. They were going to go down the same traverse, the same little road, and come down next to us. So we're like, okay. So me and my buddy are sitting there at about one a.m. And this dude, he looks like your worst nightmare in prison. Like okay. you're like, oh no, this guy, this guy is part. And like, not to judge him, but I'm like, this guy looks like a white supremacist, like just on a bad day. And I'm like, oh man, you know, I'm Greek. I don't know what to do. Do um, white supremacists have good days? Like, yeah, just a good day. <laughs> Great, great day for white supremacy. I'm sure it's all real. It's all subjective, right? I'm sure they have good days. Uh, my coffee place is giving away free coffee this morning. I'm having a pretty good day, pretty good guys. Day. Still hate people that don't look like me, but I got a free coffee. Yeah. Got to say it's a good day. White chocolate coffee. <laughs> Put a lot of cream in it. So what happened with the power hoosier that moved in next So his year? wife or girlfriend or whatever, they get into this argument. And, you know, I'm having a good time. We're just listening to music. And, you know, confrontation is not my best friend, especially on, uh, you know. And <laughs> that's anybody's best friend. In I that mean, when you're doing a ceremony and you see someone who's like, oh, I'll kill you, woman. And she's like, F you, buddy. And you're like, oh, and he's like, I'll beat the hell out of you. Oh, no. And you're this like. This is happening. Yes. Like, oh, and we're like, no. I'm like, buddy, we're the two weakest of our tribe. I'm built for speed. <laughs> he's built for comedy. I'm like, we need one of the warriors. They're out at in the drum circle right now. Sure. Like, Jesus Naturally. Lord, why did they leave us here Naturally. at camp? Yeah. And so I'm like, they just follow the war drums. So we're t- we're talking. And I'm like, we we have to. It's two of us. We have to at this point. So we go. We work up the courage to go over there, and we kind of like, you know, and you're on a head full, head full. Oh, no. And I'm like, hey, Mister. And he's like, what? And of course he looks over, and I'm like, hmm, I'm in over my head already. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> you know, like, this is bad. This is bad news. And I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? You know, you guys want to burn one down? Or, you know, like, uh, we got, you know, stuff over here. Come over, hang out for a minute. And he's like, you know, stay out of it, F you, or whatever. And we're like, well, you know, I just appreciate if you guys, like, calm down. If there's anything we could do, like, you know. And my buddy's trying to, like, uh, if you guys could not beat each other up. And we're beating around the bush. <laughs> you know what I mean? We are beating around it. And she's like. She steps in our faces and goes, get the hell out of here, MFers, or whatever. <laughs> and both of us look at each other and we're like, we're like, like she cleansed us. She's like, if I get beat, that's on, on me. me. I like it. Uh-huh. And I was like, 
Fair enough. Lady. That's We're going to go back over here and that's, listen to Jack Johnson and Ben Harper. That's really, really rough. I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're going to go listen to some uh, nice soft acoustic music. I got to cleanse music. myself after that stuff. That's uh, that's tough, brother. I'm like uh, that's that's a worse nightmare for me. Hey, intention, baby. Like I didn't realize what the 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 power of the substances I was working with. And you know me, I want to build a shrine to the to the guy at Schwag who is like, hey, I'm keeping the dream alive, everybody. I'm taking. Jimmy? I'll take the rap. <laughs> you know, no, just any. Oh yeah, yeah Just yeah. the guy. Yeah. The guy who's got a bag in one hand, yep. a bag in the other. Just the, the unknown soldier. You know what sure. I mean? Who did it? Did you bring any new customers though? To As what? you were the billboard. Oh God, yeah. Oh, Where they like, oh, everyone yeah, was like, yeah. oh, look, that's what it does. I'll take two. I have yeah. blue eyes, too. So when my pupes, they're like, oh, his eye's black. That's I want crazy. whatever yeah, he's having. <laughs> well, that also in high school, I used to carry around one beer and everyone would be like, you, my friend, are wasted. And I love you. And I'd be like, yes. That's exactly what I am. <laughs> I am wasted. I am hammered right now. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's tough for me. I, I definitely... Um, uh, careful what of, you wish for. Avoid going There's out. a cloud with a vein and it's bleeding on me. <laughs> I avoid going out in, in, in heavily populated spaces of people that I don't know in that headspace. Is, I would not recommend that to anybody. Um, you might come out with a crazy story out of the deal. but uh, Oh, there were some crazy times at Schwag. Like, whoo, there was a fight between a, a guy who had one leg and I thought this was supposed cook. to bring people together and everyone's supposed to love each other. Oh, and well, get this. At, their, at the end of this. Sweet music. Okay, so there. this guy jams. has a knife, and he, the guy who's cooking rice and a guy who's on crutches with one leg is screaming at him because the rice was terrible or whatever, and he throws, like, would look act like he was going to throw the knife, but rice came off, and we were like, whoa! It, we thought he threw the knife at him. And so this guy's like, I'm going to beat you down to the guy who's... Cri- this is at the Love crippled. Fest? Yes, and he's got... This is on Shakedown Street, and he's got his crutches... Bum. <laughs> Shakedown Street. Yeah, and so he's got his Great crutches. He's got his crutches. He uh, he's like he throws them down. I'm like, why? Why are you doing? So that? Now he's hopping. So now he's hopping. He's like, let's bring it. You know, like he he's been waiting to fight somebody just to prove like this don't mean nothing. I'll still jujitsu somebody. Like, so crutches get, are a crutch. They, he comes around. The, the cook comes around the tent and they're face to face. Some chick in a panda mask comes up, why not? takes her top off, just a beautiful of body, panda mask. Black hair. I'll never forget it. She comes up, shows her boobs. Everyone in the circle goes, oh, okay. And they all kind of go back Stop. to their own positions oh, and walk away. And I was good. like, that was magical. Yes. And she's kept the panda mask on the whole time and walked away. Moving. I was like, she'd done that before. Good for her. It was amazing. One of the coolest things I've ever seen. Everyone stopped. Pure anger looks at each other like, or looks at the, yeah. the set. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> Not shabby. I mean, you can't you can't see a great set of cans and then still want to punch somebody. That's true. It's actually true. The world peace we're discussing. Well, they, teach that, this, they teach that in psychology at a university level. All of this ties in pretty nicely to uh, some big news that happened today uh, with a former guest that was on the show, Kevin from Denver for psilocybin, which is now yeah. decriminalized Denver. Uh, this was posted uh, throughout the news on uh, actually on the Denver elections Twitter page today after reviewing signatures submitted. By the Denver Psilocybin Mushroom Decriminalization Initiative, it has been determined that they submitted a sufficient number of valid signatures, and the question will appear on the May 7th, 2019 municipal election ballot. So Denver will be voting to decriminalize. Uh, Oregon's getting a lot of play talking about how they may be, 
you know, uh, uh, decriminalizing psilocybin is going to, for whatever reason, Denver's kind of flying under the radar a little bit, but I think Denver's further along in this. We had Kevin on, I think it was back so in August. So that's just Denver? That won't be Colorado? I believe it, yes. It's just okay. Denver. It just decriminalizes the possession. I believe it allows for growth, you know, propagation. So it's uh, a lot of people pooping in the woods. I, you know, <laughs> no, this, he, I'm, it's, I'm, a, it's a big step in the right direction. Um, for anti-prohibitionism, it's That's a big it. st- step in the right direction um, for people to just kind of release the stigma. We can talk about how God. you know it's actually going. You know, I mean, MAPS is really far along in their psilocybin studies as far as treating depression. Oh, There's, God, I yeah. mean, what, what were some of the numbers they threw out there? There were ninety percent of the people that that took psilocybin um, uh, showed uh, for depression showed some kind of relief from that depression. That was lasting, not just in the moment, but they actually oh, carried yeah. on with them. So that's that's big stuff, man. I mean, when you start talking about there was there was thirty years where we just stopped talking about these things after Nixon, after you know there was just thirty years of, of crazy prohibition, and at that point, these were the most successful medicines at treating things like depression, and we got a depression problem on our hands throughout the country, no question about it. I think social media plays a big part of that, um, and I think that it's kind of crazy for us to um, – not necessarily for us. We talk about it quite a bit, but for, for the norm to just um, – based on stories they've been told or, or propaganda campaigns throughout their entire lives, like it's hard to be mad at anybody for being against it considering how they always taught us about it. But I do have – I mean – Yeah, you can't get rid of that overnight. You do like, – yeah, you, you do have deprogram people in 10 minutes of talking. Like They listen to our show. Well, <laughs> Two it, hours it, of talking. There's, Plus uh, streaming picks. There is, there's, <laughs> there is something to be said for, you know, as you get older, you have to start trying – seeking perspective of different things and asking how – what are we actually going to do about it? We have tried the pharmaceutical route. We have dumped – all kinds of billions, hundreds of billions, trillions of dollars into different pharmaceuticals and pumping them, and then all of a sudden you got pharmaceuticals treating the side effects of other pharmaceuticals. Let's just be open to the idea that that big bad thing that somebody told you about that many people have no experience in whatsoever or the experience they have was not in a controlled medical setting with professionals. Let's let's just say, hey, this is this like is Steve. This is definitely not people. a controlled. It was not a controlled. <laughs> no setting. professionals of any taken. out of control. Yes, <laughs> no professionals. I don't recommend that. I don't recommend that. I was a young pup. I've learned my lesson over the years. Festivals uh, are are a, they're a weird thing in general. Um, you know, they're definitely something that it, throughout your twenties and stuff seem like a lot of fun. I I can't imagine. Going to fire festival. Next I year. Can, are you? Yeah. Nice. Did you already, did you already yeah, put the money on the card. You got any good ground scores from festivals? Oh, the tree. We called it Dopey Tree. <clears throat> it had pieces all throughout it when we got there. When we got there, there were just pipes in it. But that's not a ground score if it's in a tree. Uh, exactly. But I, I left the greatest ground score of all time. I had the biggest grinder, the biggest My space case card. you had ever seen. Like I could hold it like this. It wow. was both, you know, I'm doing a circle a as big can. as my hands could go. You could fit a whole zipper in there. And it, you could grind it up. I left it on the beach. Really? So if anyone you knows, made someone's day. If anyone knows who found that, like this is we're talking ah, at three, probably at three, at four. If you're Edge Flag, oh the early aughts, what a time! Ooh, what, a what a time, time to, be to be alive, baby! Guys, this whole presentation is brought to you by Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. Check out MoMedCanCo.com. Enter Hoso at checkout. Capital H O, capital S O. 
you'll get 15% off everything site-wide. I believe they have another special going on right now that is... 342. 342. If you enter the code numbers 342, you will get three bottles for the price of two. You buy two bottles, you get one free. That's at momedcancode.com. They have unbelievable medicine. It's helping so many of our fans. The The testimonials are always pouring in. I love how well it's it's working for everybody. And um, that was something where we're going to talk about this every week. We're going to talk about cannabis and how it could possibly use as medicine. There's a lot of junk out there. We, we vetted. We got with Blake. We know where this medicine comes from. We know where it's made. We know that it's great. I have no problem putting our show's name attached to it. Momed Canco makes this whole presentation possible. What else we got going on? We got our buddy Sam Lyons is going to be coming in at 7 o'clock. He texted me as you were saying that. He he's did. Gonna, he's going to be here a little after 7. Right on. He's you coming can, in hot. You can watch us live on our Facebook feed, Craig, on Sophisticated Hoosiers or Hoosier Sophisticate. On Facebook, we're also on YouTube. I'll read just some of these uh, pretty good comments we got from here. Uh, special shout out to Trevor. Trevor says hello. Hello, Trevor. Um, then we also got K. Mill says, boys, I just sprayed about a gallon of Dristan nasal spray up my nose, and I'm feeling pretty darn good right about now. <laughs> In my defense, Stumpy was one leg was talking smack earlier. Well, he's messed up on that nasal spray, baby. Christy Roberts says she needs to try that. I'm thinking she's talking about my swag story. Um, <laughs> I don't recommend it, Christy. Okay. Let's not do that. Maybe she's talking about Momo Kanko's unbelievable CBD medicine. That's probably it. Hemp hemp oil. That's probably it. Oh, yeah. You got to be careful how you say it, Farm Bill. Hey, Farm Bill boy. It's Hemp Earl. Are you Farm Bill boy? Hemp Earl. It's ridiculous. Uh, Let's let's jump to break. And then on the other side, I think we got a little bit of cannabis news. Seth looks like such a freak right now. I'm a big fan. Abbey Road, probably. uh, I don't know if it's my favorite. It's definitely top two or three, though. I just like the shirt. I love the meaning of it. I've got one where the. What is the meaning? Like the, uh, oh, the mortician. Paul, oh, yeah. He's Paul's like, barefoot because yeah, he's dead. He's off step of the rest of them. Been to Abbey Road. All right. Take us to break. <laughs> I don't mind if I do. I've been to Abbey Road. Guys, this is Hoosiers Fisk on WGNU. com. We will catch you on the other side of the break with a little bit of cannabis news. Hoosier Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin is convicted LSD kingpin to best-selling author Seth Ferranti. I was in prison. I was really writing for my peers. You know, I wasn't writing for the street. I was with, like, Italian mafia dudes. I was with, like, Colombian cocaine cartel dudes. And, you know, all those dudes, there were books about that, guys. But yeah. a lot of the African-American gangsters, gangster rap was really big in this time, mid-90s. Yeah. You just heard their names, and everybody was talking about them. And, you know, I'm on these compounds, and there's these myth and legends. So that's why I decided to write about them. Hoosier Sophisticate, Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m. on WGNU. The government thinks three letters are bad. So bad, in fact, we won't even mention them. They even think that we've been waiting on them to tell us what works and what doesn't. Fine, we'll play your game. Look, friends, our fans have given us countless anecdotal testimonies of how Missouri Medical Cannabis Company's hemp oil is helping them and their pets. Now, we wouldn't be so forward as to say this oil that has been used for a couple thousand years for a smorgasbord of ailments and applications has any positive effect on your health or well-being. But we will tell you, it's a neat oil to have around the house. We personally think it makes your pet's food taste better. And if your pet's food tastes better, they're going to be happier and generally more playful. Come to think of it, 
It probably makes your food taste better. May as well see if it makes you happier and more playful. Life's too short to worry about what a group of unelected bureaucrats think about you or your habits. Go to MoMedCanCo.com and try out this delicious oil. It might make things better. And by might, I mean it probably will, but we aren't crazy enough to say that. If you just want to taste it and try it out, enter HOSO at checkout, and you're going to get 15% off everything site-wide. Just a reminder, this hemp oil was rumored to have all kinds of benefits before Mitch McConnell saved us from something we didn't need saved from. Thanks, Mitch. MoMedCanCo.com. 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 Have you ever been pressed for time, rushing to get to that very important meeting with the big guys, or trying to beat that grace period at work, and finding somewhere to park is nearly impossible? You finally find a parking spot in front of the parking meter, and you realize that you didn't bring any change. You happen to look over and see a homeless man sitting on the sidewalk, and for a half second, we immediately assume that the homeless person wants something from us. We snap back to reality as we check all our pockets for change because we don't want to get a parking ticket. Coincidentally, we look over and see the homeless man handing us the exact change we need for the parking meter. My new album, You From The Inside Out, was created to encourage listeners to not judge a book by its cover because sometimes it's the person that we least expect that will be the one that gives us exactly what we need when we need it. View from the Inside Out drops March 19 everywhere. And remember, integrity matters the most when you're by yourself. Thanks for listening. This is Integrity. Follow me everywhere at Integrity Music. A diamond is forever. You know what? that a tattoo that's forever a piece of art that represents something you're passionate about a loved one a memory or maybe just some really cool design you want to be part of your body for life stop by tower classic tattooing in the grove and let one of their artists take your idea from your heart soul and mind and bring it to your skin from the drawing table to the application itself these artists hit a home run in every aspect of tattooing any style any size color black and gray doesn't matter they got you covered Got the itch to get inked? Check out their artist profiles at TowerClassic.com. Tower Classic Tattoo, located at 4146 Manchester in the Grove. There are a few things I miss more about being a kid than hitting up the arcade with a sack of quarters. Now enjoy that same experience as an adult, but with the full bar at Parlor STL in the Grove. A classic neighborhood bar and arcade featuring 14 of your favorite old school arcade games, plus pinball, skee-ball, and pool. Stay fly and step out back for some fried chicken from the Nug Shack. Games, food, an insane cocktail menu, and a dynamic patio. This place has everything. Parlor located at 4170 Manchester in the Grove. Plan your next event or party at Parlor. Visit ParlorSTL.com. Hey, Hoosiers. Greg Kohler here. With home buying season heating up, be sure to get a quote from a top agency and provider of the number one home insurer in North America. They offer coverage that's second to none. In fact, if your AC goes out, they offer a new endorsement where you can get a replacement from a local HVAC company. Give them a call, 314-961-4800. If you get a machine and you don't talk to a person, we'll give you one of these fine Hoosier sophisticates. Just takes one phone call or apply online at carltoninsurance.net. People do business with James because they like and trust him. Just check him out on Google and Facebook. If your insurance is costing you a leg and an arm, then call James Carlton State Farm. Roof, roof. You know what that sound is. That's Rufus the Roofing Dog from Lifetime Roofing and Renovation. 
They're former insurance adjusters. They will fly a drone over your house to check to see if you've had any hail damage. Heck, they'll get up there and tell you themselves. They have an office in Webster Groves, and they're looking to help you out. Lifetime Roofing and Renovation, 314-800-0426. Give them a call. Find them online at LifetimeSTL.com. Every Saturday night, WGNU brings Garden America to the St. Louis Airwaves, the nation's top gardening radio show, and now your expert source for garden illumination coast to coast. Garden America explores the science and culture that yield true growing experiences. Join them Saturdays from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on WGNU, and be sure to visit them online at GardenAmerica.com. Technology has evolved so quickly that the people running capitalism from the top no longer understand the tools that are necessary for it. They have to pay guys with ponytails and and piercings to turn on the machines every morning. And that must be very terrifying to them. Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU with your hosts, Greg Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Hoosier Sophisticate here on WGNU920AM.com. You can stream us live there. You can also go on Facebook. You can check out the Hoosier Sophisticate page, also in our Sophisticated Hoosiers fan page. We're streaming live every Friday night. My compadre here... On Monday through Thursday, usually got a nice gem for you. About ten thirty, you're lying in bed. You want to have a couple of giggles. I respect you, brother. It's it's hard to get up there every night and just make people laugh, and that's that's what you do, man. And it's hard because, uh, especially hard for me, I'm dead on the inside and crying on the inside most of the time. So to get up there for like twenty five thirty minutes each week and go, hey, Teen Wolf, what a wild fi- film. Well, we sure appreciate it. And it, it, it <laughs> I've gotten in over my head. It, I'm a victim uh, of my yeah, own. For sure, because you have created a fervor. People, you have you have given people a taste, and now every night, somewhere in between 10 p.m. and 11, 12 p.m., uh, you're going to go live for 20, 30 minutes. My sister-in-law this morning goes, man, I'm really enjoying that Stephen Internet show. <laughs> and I was like, get out of here. She's like, no, I'm serious. Like, I, am too- like, I lay in bed, and I just watch it, and it's I- stupid, and I'm in. I'm a big fan of the 80s movie recaps. Uh, th- that's always fun for me. So far, we've gone over Teen Wolf. Um, we've gone over Gremlins. Major League and Gremlins. All, all great choices. Three of my favorite films. All of great all time, choices, baby. my friend. So we had some uh, cannabis news happen this week. You're darn right, we did. This is big stuff, and that's what we do. That's what we do. We it's should let everybody know that this whole first hour is brought to you by James Carlton State Farm. Yes, it is. Check out Carlton Insurance. He's the best. He's such a good guy. Three one four nine six one forty eight hundred. Just give him a shot at your business. Have him give you a quote, a hassle free quote. He's probably going to save you money. He's definitely going to make sure you're covered better than you are right now. It's icy. He's real good at covering you up. It's icy. James Carlton State Farm, best state farm in the agent in the game. 314-961-4800. Check out carltoninsurance.net. Tell him who Sophisticate sent you. Tell you what, call him during business hours and you get a voicemail, I'll give you a shirt. I'll do it just like that. One of them shirts right there. Beautiful, luscious, so soft shirt. So soft. So good. What happened with cannabis news? Well, um, this is is actually a little bit uh, ago, but it's catching a little bit more steam now. You know Vegas, they... uh, 
They, they legalized cannabis recreationally. I, have, I can't even imagine this because <laughs> I have had many a good times in Vegas. I have a love-hate relationship with Las Vegas. I do. I, I'm a, I like gambling. I'm a big fan of Vegas. But it's uh, you spend four days on the Strip, that's all you want to be there. I mean, it is a hard place to be in all the time. A uh, lot of fun. <laughs> you were kind of talking about swag in that first night, right? Like, it's just like – it's. It, Reckless abandon. You're just taking everything. Like that's how Vegas is. You get is there it? and you just you're like, well, we're just gonna party till six in the morning, yeah. and then the rest of your trip you're just playing catch up. You know what I mean? Like you, you like the weird. You go out at three o'clock in the morning. I remember we were out there for my buddy's bachelor party, and we were literally the show did not start until like two o'clock in the morning. The Morgan Page show, it, it, like it, it did not start. Until 2 o'clock in the morning. We got there at like 10. There Is there was stuff opener. just always, always? Always. Around the clock. God, it's insane. I love it. So anyway, please, go ahead. That's my type of place right there. Um, but... Caesars and is leading the pack and kind of some other places here too. But uh, at the realization that marijuana testing could thin out the casino hiring pool in Las Vegas, some businesses are removing marijuana from the list of drug tests for potential employees. Caesars Entertainment, which I'm sure is probably it's huge. a bunch of uh, stuff bunch. down there, yep. um, dropped marijuana drug testing. A Caesars spokesperson told KTNV. That they would not, that they would drug test employees only if there was a reason to believe they used drugs. Comparatively, MGM Resorts still test for marijuana as part of its hiring process. Um, I tried to look up a little bit. There hasn't been too much further information on it and how they've kind of uh, come since then. This, this article's a little bit old. Um, but we got to get it off there everywhere, right? I mean, if you're using this as a medicine and it stays in your body for 30 days, it has no effect on your job. Like they said, I guess they can say, oh, uh, uh, you know, it's kind of the whole um, are we going to be against drugs? Are you, you know, when you commit a crime on drugs, are you just against the crime itself or are you against right. being on the drug and committing the crime? Well, that's where I'm at. I mean, you know, I, I think that it makes no sense to uh, criminalize possession or even imbibing or taking any of these drugs. Um, but if you wanted to treble charges, if someone was under the influence of drugs when gotcha. committing a crime, gotcha. that makes perfect sense to me, right? If the idea is, is like you can't give people that because they're more prone to it, well, that's not necessarily true. And if it is, it's the same way as drinking. Like if you're, if you were speeding, you're going to get a ticket. But if you were speeding and then they found out that you were drunk and under the influence, sure, you're going to be punished heavily. You know, more heavily. Same way if you, you know, for, if if there was a fatality in a car accident or something like that, you may not, you may get like a manslaughter charge or something like that if you weren't under the influence of anything. But all of a sudden, if you were under the influence, well, you might be facing some kind of murder charge. Yeah, you know, so. That's how it should work. You're, we're not. We're, we're creating a crime out, out of just possessing a plant or possessing these substances. It's it's just silly to me. Yeah, it is. It's silly to me. Um, it it really speaks to the prisons for profit, uh, you know, notion that you know, yeah. all the, you know all these privately run businesses, slave labor. Half of our prison population was nonviolent. Yeah. drug users. Yeah, and we have the biggest prison population in the world. In the land of the free. Yeah, I know. Kind of strange. So, yeah, I think to get the testing, because, you know, I come from a construction background, and um, everyone smoked pretty much, like, a lot, a high amount, like the the food service industry type of deal. Sure. You, know, you get in there, and you know, everyone's like, hey, well, you know, when is sure. the time I tell them that I do? Yeah. Um, the, when do I realize this person's cool that I can kind of let them know, okay, no, we're hanging out, which that's a stupid whole thing you have to go through anyway. Hopefully Absolutely. that taboo will be dead. Absolutely. Um, but it was always like, oh, don't get hurt, because then they'll test you and all that stuff. But it's, it's funky, too, that cannabis will stay in your system for so much longer yeah and i do think it's it's kind of um it's not a travesty by any means but it's it's 
tough that they don't have a testing system for cannabis yet, so you can't fully say, oh, this guy's ripped out of his gourd right now. Yeah, they're trying, but it's just it's not getting there. That's a tough – because, you know, I've even seen the – I think it was on CNN or one of the news channels where they took people stone driving. And, you know, no, this guy never smoked, and it would – it made them uh, worse drivers, the two people who never, ever did yeah. it. Oh, sure. And, and so, but worse in a way where they were extremely cautious, overly cautious about it. And they said, um, the biggest thing I got from it is they said, I wouldn't want to drive. I would, And it was that thought process where they're like, you guys are making me drive this car right now. I really have no interest in driving this car. Sure. To where you give somebody some like courage, six Some courage, some liquid courage. And they're like, I got it. I will fit. I'll, you ever seen Tokyo Drift? I'll drift this course, okay? And I, oh, yeah. So it was that struck me as one of the most interesting things from that little trial. Well, we we talk about the the dangers or the the troubles we have with testing. You know, when it comes to we we're trying to test it the same way that we test for other things like alcohol and and you know we can the way we test for alcohol it's present in your system at the moment. So maybe there's something to be said for letting people study it. What are some different ways that it affects us that lets that we can actually pinpoint? Okay, this person's under the influence now. What's something else we can test? What could we look for in the blood or in the you know in the breath or in the saliva? Maybe it's out there. We don't know. We haven't been able to test it for thirty, forty years. I don't know. You know, it's tough to get things done when you can't test it. Or if they're testing it, they're like, "How bad is it?" Yeah. Well, how'd the test come out? Did it fit our model? Yeah, how bad is it? Do it, it again. It didn't know. Okay, Do it, run bad. it again. Run that's it crazy. Again. That kind of a little mini story here. I, I talked about uh, Oregon having three times the amount of weed mm-hmm. uh, that they could possibly they manage. They have a six-year six, surplus. Yes, yes. I'm like, oh, my God. Test it. Test it. Send it to all the best labs in the world. Yeah. And test it. Or, hey, Missouri, who uh, we were the 33rd. Who was 32? Someone passed it right along with us. Oh, no. So, yeah, there were three. Two Dakota, medicinal. Yeah, I think you might be right. North two, Dakota, two medicinal, and then uh, Michigan, I think, went wreck. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're, we're waiting. To, we're going to be in this gray period where they literally told us that when we can't import seeds and we can't import clones, you can't cross these imaginary state lines. How are we ever going to start our program here yeah. if we don't do that? Yeah. Okay. Well, well you turn you. When that date, when that date happens, there will have magically been some plants That's that what I'm just saying. appear. I know. Magically from Oregon, bring a shipment in here because people need medicine. <laughs> I thought you. I thought we had to dump you, but you said shipment. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, ah! ship builders. To build on that, the World Health Organization is calling for whole plant marijuana as well as cannabis resin to be removed from Schedule 4, which is the most restrictive category of a 1961 drug convention signed by countries from around the world. They also want Delta 9 tetrahydrocannabinol, THC, and its and its isomers to be completely removed from a separate 1971 drug treaty and instead added to Schedule 1 of the 1961 convention, according to a World Health Organization document that has not yet been formally released. Marijuana and cannabis resin would also remain in Schedule 1 of the 61 treaty. They are currently dual designated in Schedules 1 and 4, with 4 being reserved for those substances that are seen as particularly harmful with limited medical benefits. That's different from the U.S. federal system, under which Schedule 1 is where the supposedly most dangerous and restricted drugs are. So it's just a flip scale. Uh, World Health Organization is also moving to make clear that cannabidiol and CBD-focused Preparations containing no more than 0.2% THC are not under international control at all. 
It had previously been the case that CBD wasn't scheduled under the international conventions, but the new recommendation is to make that even more clear. Hey, thanks for catching up, World Health Organization. They, they call them uh, the WHO, and you know what they said after immediately after this article? We won't get fooled again! I was going to go with that, but then I thought, won't get fooled again. Be a better play I knew where you were going. <laughs> oh, yeah. Appreciate that. Well done. They're coming, They're coming to St. Louis. Pretty excited. $55 tickets to sit in the lawn. Not going. Sorry, I guess I'm not going. Are you serious? It was cheaper to go see them in Pennsylvania. I actually thought the 55 was a, a bargain. Oh my! They call that a ball game, the best I ever had. I'm going. We're going. I'm going. I'm going. Uh, well, I actually even asked Miss. I'm like, uh, do you have any interest in seeing the? She's like, no, that can be like a you and Steve thing if you want. Like, uh, and I'm like, oh, thanks, babe. Oh, thanks, thanks, babe. I appreciate you for that. Um, what else is going on? Anything else in cannabis news? Well, there was a big article that came out of uh, on February 1st uh, talking about how Missouri businesses looking to profit from medical marijuana. And, of course, we got some big players in the game um, who, you know, they have the money. They have sure. the capital. They're, we need them. Okay, we can't did we, uh, did we assume that they weren't going to I be know, there? Come dude. on. And, and they're, they're kind of, you know, a lot of them I've seen, they're like, hey, I have this money. I don't really know too much about cannabis. I know that it works, and it's a good business. Here you go, kind of make my money into more money. Um, but what we're starting to see is all of these ancillary, ancillary? Mm-hmm. ancillary businesses popping up all over. Mm-hmm. I had a meeting with a plastics guy, which, you know, it was weird because the plastics thing is kind of a, hey, I'm a hemp plastic guy or uh, I'm a glass guy because I always use glass or ceramic or something to hold my nugs and medicine in. I, you know, it's always kind of been that mm-hmm. little deal. Um, but this now you're realizing that, okay, this is medicinal grade plastic that, you know, I don't know how harmful it is to the environment or whatever, but it's, you know, has all these qualities that I'm sure hemp plastic could probably replace at one point. But right sure. now, this is what we have in all the hospitals and all of big food service places where you have to make sure that stuff is safe. Otherwise, you got a full on outbreak on yep. your hands. So it was interesting to talk to some of these people. I talked to a carpenter who is uh, going to get into grow rooms. He's going to start sure. building grow rooms. I talked to a plumber and electrician, and they're like, we well, can't wait for this. They can too. just specialize in that field, and there will be yes. an abundance of work. So, I mean, I think it's, uh, you know, there's a, the Missouri Medical Cancer. Cannabis Network, I believe, and it's kind of a place where people can come together or whatever. But, you know, we talked about just getting people together at a place and just saying, hey, uh, let's all meet up. Because it's so funny because now you hear people who are like, I've been growing the best nugs for the last 15 years in Missouri. It's like, you have? I would be a little bit more silent about that on social media because it's still, you know, it's weird gray area. And it's like, yeah, it's, uh, it's legal, but hey, it wouldn't go ahead and post those photos with the timestamp. Well, that's, there. that's uh, that kind of ties back into a lot of the people on the scene that have been very involved oh yeah uh, the 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 shrine of the unknown dealer you know we talk about it all the time there have definitely been people that have carried the flag throughout the black market and thank you so much for doing that truly thank you um those are also typically the people who are like well where was all this money 15 years ago well guess what the smart money stayed quiet the whole time yes but i'll tell you what you kind of you touched on something if i was somebody that had just huge money to throw at this industry i wouldn't be trying to open up some family of dispensaries or anything like that i would be investing every bit of it in a hemp processing factory i would be making hemp plastics Ooh, i would baby. be making hemp hemp uh, fabrics textiles um you know i my nine to five i sell shirts and promotional products and everything that's where the market's going to go People want to be – typically, uh, this crowd is already very environmentally conscious. They've, yeah, all, they've yeah. known that the plants have the answer, yes, right, yes. while everybody else has been fighting it all along. Well, 
they the last thing they want um, is uh, everything to be disposable and there to be. Yeah. I mean, that's actually an issue that they're seeing out in Colorado and all California and all this. The packaging is is increasing the amount of of, of trash and refuse that's out there. Yeah. So if 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 I had big money to throw at this industry. That's where I would be at. I would make a, a hemp processing facility, and I would be cranking out plastics and textiles because it's it's like you said, it's still ancillary. It's still it's still going to contribute to that business. But there are the 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 hive mind is there's a massive shift going on. There's a huge paradigm shift with this new newer generation where people want to participate in moral capitalism. People want to yeah. buy into companies that. They're okay with them making a profit, but they also want to know that it's attached to uh, you know humanitarian efforts or a, a chance to um, improve the globe. Or hemp, of all of the things, like I, I I'm I I meet a lot of I play devil's advocate a lot on a lot of the green initiatives because I don't think they're that green, um, and I don't think that you can tax the earth back into a. a, a, a balanced climate i just don't think you can do that however so like is, are you talking about like when they say uh your cars have to get a certain miles yeah, per gallon and st- just like. just all of that like okay. uh, you know solar's ready to replace everything well i mean the panels are very taxing on the environment to to create all these Lithium, batteries and everything and, uh, like we're still mining. raping the planet for yeah. for these materials however hemp is one that I fully believe in. It has so many uh, different just cross-platforms. You can use it for fuel, clothes, paper, anything wood makes, anything plastic. I mean, hemp is the one that I truly believe in, and I think that you can, man, if you have big money, you could be a billionaire if, oh, you, if you really invested into that tech. Oh, they, they showed on Facebook, one of our buddies from the, the conference um, showed a hemp harvest, and I was like, Wow, because it's a lot different than a cannabis harvest. Sure. You know, like uh, you see the labs, and uh, they have all their plants in rows, and it's indoor, mm-hmm. and it's a nice grow, and they got you know not as far as the, this was as far as the eye could see. Farmers working huge, combines, yes, baling hemp, big huge machines baling these things up, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, there we go. Because mm-hmm. being from a construction background. Everything we use in that industry mm-hmm. is outdated. Almost everything we yeah. use is outdated. Yeah. And when it comes to hempcrete, the hemp fiber board, you know, just the little bit that I've uh, come in contact with it, it's extraordinary. Yeah. Like, and the decorticators are getting better and better and better. And they're growing hemp plants. And some of the stalks are that they're immense. And and the fibers from them are insane. It's mold resistant, um, uh, mildew resistant, um, uh, pest resistant. You get like, several harvests a year. You get a couple of harvests a year. Soil. Um, it, it it does not take. It doesn't deplete the soil either. Yeah. So you can c- keep replanting it. Um, and you can also cross plant other things with it. So you can yeah. grow things alongside it that. That uh, encourage more growth. Like it's uh, it's an incredible. What are we doing then? What Listen, are we doing? Every the guys what that came doing? over here to start this whole shindig, they were all hemp farmers. That's what they all did. Like the Declaration of Independence is written on hemp, guys. Let's come on. What are we doing here? Washington had a hemp farm. Uh, yes, Jefferson that's what I'm had. saying. All of those guys were hemp farmers. Every single one of them. And they and had some pretty darn good ideas. They had a couple. They Just had a, a couple. They had a few good ideas. Of, I mean, I'm looking up. Leafly's one of my favorite uh, uh, sources for all this. But if you get online and look up a list of what uh, hemp can be used for, I mean, it it take the rest of the show to almost read off all oh, of the things. Just, yeah, if you just had just a list, boom, boom, <laughs> yes. boom, 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 you could read it like the like a dictionary. And you sound kind of like the old you know, that uh, your aunt who didn't cut her hair in thirty years has been talking about <laughs> hemp. We're like, yeah, you've been using it. And you're like, 
versus a freak show. I'll use my plastic bags with my mom and dad at All the right. grocery store. I'm fine with it. And now I'm like, uh, honey, did you grab the bags for Aldi or whatever? Actually, we've been doing the Aldi order lately. Dude. I got to move back to civilization because the, the Instacart thing, you had me you had talk about mm. talk about envy. You were talking about Instacart and the other day. I'm like, man, I make like three, four trips to the grocery store every week. If I could just kind of cut that out. And I love the people delivering them. That might not be a bad place. Some of them have to do the shopping. Could not do that. Couldn't do the shopping. Yep. But you have a list and they, you, know, you just kind of go off that. If you had a good, uh, solid game plan of the store yeah you could rip through there and deliver those groceries and probably make a pretty good little deal um but they come up and they're like hey and it was funny because the lady was from uh, california and it was right when it had snowed and then it was sunny and then we were supposed to have nine degree weather and of course it was like hey you from california welcome to missouri how's this treat yeah exactly <laughs> so it was a beautiful little exchange between sure. the instacart people it was great i just thought about doing that so i want to do that real quick <laughs> No, that, that no, that's I, I. There are some awesome breakthroughs of technology, and somebody's making a living doing that. I was actually just talking to a friend that was out in California this week, and he's like, "Man, long flight, rough day of travel. It's pretty neat to pick up the phone and just call the weed guy, and he brings it to your hotel like dominoes." He's like, "It was real." It was Pretty painless, pretty easy uh, little deal. They had a little menu. I just kind of called them, told them, give me a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And well, what's so funny, 30 minutes later, it showed up at my door. In Washington, D.C. I don't know if you know that, but that's our land's capital. It is. Um, and it's it's cannabis is legal there. Which you, is strange because it's a federal land. You can't get it from a shop or dispensary, and you're you're not legally allowed to buy it. So it's like a gifting, which I'm all about the gifting society. It's like, I love that. I wish we could barter it because that's one of the things, one of the problems I had with uh, the bill in Missouri. I'm not legally allowed to grow my own and say, hey, Craig, check this stuff out. You know what I mean? Um, So, you know, there's still some gray area. Yeah, we'll get there. I know. Baby steps. Um, But... What the hell is that? What the hell? And is that? it's a gifting. Oh yeah, and a plowboy went there, and he's uh, he had to order off a little menu and find like a place that sold cookies. Oh, like but, a bakery, like but a bake the, shop. But the bakery was uh, for a muffin was fifty five dollars. Fifty five dollar muffin. Oh, but then for the the you know the the croissant was $105, and so they had all these. Naturally. Yeah, and I was like, that's how you got it there? And he's like, yeah, it's weird. And the guy's like, just don't go on any federal land with it. And I'm like, okay, you're on this side of the street, and then like, you're like, oh, this, no. This whole thing is federal <laughs> land. Oh, no. Where do I go? So I thought, that's our capital, and that's what the, the kind of S show they got going on over there. Give me a break, <sighs> We got we to gotta get right. Give me a break, man. I mean, I, I, felt, I felt as though Republicans really – uh, just blew a big opportunity at the midterms. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe this is, you know, holding on to for some, I don't know, pie in the sky shot at 2020, like right beforehand. It's like, hey, guess what? Uh, all that stuff we said, nonsense. Throw it out. <laughs> Hope you can forgive us, people that have been in prison for 30 years. Yeah. For a plant. Hope you can forgive Sorry us. About that. We were talking about all the hemp and everything. Like, you watch the movie, like, uh, Pixar's Cars, right? And Chong plays like the the hippie van right it runs on hemp fuel and that's like that's what i think about when i think about hemp is like for the last 20 30 years i remember in the 90s like people were like you know you can run a car on oh yeah yeah. they killed all and and government killed all but uh, like those guys were always like the hippie that hasn't like 
cut his hair in 40 years. And, like, I'm like, you're not – you're, like – now I'm looking back and I'm like, oh, that guy was brilliant. He was he, – he knew all along. He wasn't willing to lie to us this whole time. <laughs> I know. I don't know, man. Like, I feel like there's just a lot. Of, people are just going to line up and be like, there's a lot of apologies that we got to give out. Can we just Tons. give one blanket? I'm sorry. No. I want them to go around individually. Yes, each, each individual. Each We're one. sorry for every. If I have to do it, they do too. We can't afford to, to pay you any kind of recompense, but here is um, <laughs> a big fat sack. They, they just paid somebody a million dollars. They locked him up for whoa, 18 years, I want to say. A million dollars ain't bad for 18 years of life, right? Jesus Lord, would you trade? Um, would you trade eighteen years of your nope. life for a million? Not even I close. Not even. I, I don't know either. if I trade like. I wouldn't either. A couple weeks, you know what I mean? Like I value my time. Yeah, I would. Um, okay, one last little uh, cannabis story that I thought was pretty awesome. Uh, there's a in, in Vermont. They got uh, CBD coffee now. Okay. And you know we talk about Blake. Blake has that new cocoa. It's yeah. cocoa, and that's perfect in the coffee. Like that's one of my favorite little deals. And it says it's easing people's uh, pain and anxiety from mixing it in their coffee, kind of having a little bit of that uh, caffeine kick too. Sure. So it's kind of a nice little mix. Well, I mean, I start my morning with a couple drops, and then I three or coffee. four cups of coffee for sure. Yeah. But let's use this as an opportunity. If you know somebody that owns a coffee shop, Missouri Medical Cannabis Company offers their oil in oh, a bottle yeah. with a pump they want to get set up in your coffee shop yep. you can be a coffee shop that is that is setting up selling cbd coffee yeah. right here in st louis it's a huge right deal now. people are it's loving awesome. it i mean why i'd be all over it. why hell, not hell yeah Absolutely. hey give me a, a pump of that sugar caramel garbage yeah and a pump of that cbd just to <laughs> just kind things of, out yeah <laughs> just kind of cancel it out a little bit well, I think we're up against it, Steve. Oh, my God, again? Just a little bit of cannabis news for you guys. I promise I won't shut down the live feed this On time. the other side of the break, we're going to have our buddy, comedian Sam Lyons, going to come in. I think he's got a show tonight down on Cherokee Street. We'll find out all about that. Um, we'll do some. We'll go into the rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. Oh, like rabbit hole. I got some comments here. We'll, um, we'll read some comments real quick before we Cynthia go. says, love it. Um, and then we have two comments right in a row. I love the solo show. I love the Steven Internet show. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. You're too kind. Let's thanks. pump the brakes. Thanks, Mom and Jen. Um, I stumbled. Oh, Pete says, I stumbled up- across this feed on Facebook. Is this the reboot of My Two Dads? Yes. Good, good stuff, fellas. Um, <laughs> who, who was a mask? Did a masked man come in here? Or just, was someone behind us? Oh, maybe. Maybe there was a masked man out back. I don't know. We said, who is the masked man? And uh, W. Anthony says, hey, guys. Someone says, hydroponics are awesome and hemp. I'm a big fan of aeroponics. Hemp for president. Awesome. On the other side of the break, we'll talk to our buddy Sam Lyons. We'll uh, yeah. go down to the rabbit hole, and then uh, we'll have some streaming picks for you. Hope you stick around. This is Who's Fiskin on WGNU 920AM.com. We'll catch you on the other side.